Hello and welcome to the Gambler Betting Podcast. I'm Slight Bet and I'm joined as ever by Greg Browning. How's it going, Greg? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. You okay? I'm good, thanks. You had a good week? Yes, I've taken to hill running now. <laughs> so I'm now running up hills to clear the head in preparation thanks. for match day nine. Match day nine in Belarus. Haven't been stuck at home with the family, I can fully endorse <laughs> <laughs> some hill running as far away as she can for an hour and back again just to clear the head as you say. Uh, so yeah, this week we're going to have another look at the Belarus fixtures and we're on to week nine this weekend in Belarus. And it's the weekend that every football fan in world football has been looking forward to. And it's not the return of the German football it's match day nine. That's what it's all about. <laughs> well, we should probably touch on the German stuff. Um, obviously, BT Sport are going to be covering all the matches. I think they've got nine games over the weekend. And, yeah, I think most football fans would just be keen to see some live football for, for a, what's been a very long time. Yeah, absolutely. You can see the excitement starting to build now on Twitter. There's lots of match previews, lots of talk about the German league, the stats, the data. So really interesting. Obviously, I've been a bit sceptical around the start of the week in terms of it's a brand new season, essentially. It's the first game in two months and you're using previous data from last season. You've got players who haven't played in two months. So I would just urge caution, don't go daft on the first week in Germany if you're having a bet. It's great that it's back, absolutely. Um, but it'll be interesting to see how that pans out behind closed doors and what the markets are saying as well. Yeah, it'll be quite a different spectacle, I think. Um, we're going to try and have a look at it next week. I'm hoping to invite uh, Slips Tips Grant back onto the podcast. He's writing some previews for the Mr Fix-It site uh, for the weekend, so hopefully by next week we'll all be a wee bit more up to speed in Germany uh, once this weekend's out of the way and we'll see how it pans out. But we're going to focus on Belarus, uh, which has become your favourite dare I say only to bet on but, <laughs> but you've done pretty well on it so far and uh, it was quite a good weekend last weekend on the podcast tips as well Yeah, I've really enjoyed this league so far how often do you get the opportunity to fully focus on one league for a prolonged period of time so this is what our fifth our fourth podcast fifth podcast on Belarus now um, and I've literally had the last four or five weeks literally just focusing on the one league and so far today, it's, it's paid dividends. Yeah, you had a full house on what we're calling Super Sunday. Super uh, Sunday it was. Which included your nap with uh, Smolovici racking up more bookings than Bat Borisov. It was a bit of a worry, really, because initially looking at the team news, um, I think the, the Smolovici manager made kind of sweeping changes for the starting 11. So two of the guys that normally get booked and had high booking counts were both dropped, not even on the bench. So that was a worry. Um, I think Smolovic were 4-1 up on cards, losing 3-1 in the match. Then back Borisov do what they always do to punters, gave them a real sweat. <laughs> Went back to 3-all, then 4-3 on the card count. And I was I, I was sitting there hoping that Bat didn't get a, a fourth card, which they didn't. So they won that 4-3, so that was really pleasing, especially highlighting that earlier on in the week. And I think overall, other than the Slavia match for corners on the Saturday... I think most of the games we highlighted all went to plan. Um, I think Bilshina was a cracking one. I think in terms of value, we had them to get four or more corners at what I believe is a great pace of four to five. Yeah. And they went and delivered 12. <laughs> so 
not something you normally find. And I think well done to Thomas Pine, who tweeted me some of his winning slips. He had backed Bill Sheena four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, and eleven <laughs> <laughs> corners. Wow. He didn't what, get twelve. What unfortunately, they didn't offer twelve. That what place was on. Eleven was fifty to one. Nice. Ten was thirty-three to one, and wow. so on. So I think he was well up. I think he does that in quite a lot of the games. So. Um, yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's a good approach to take. Win, I suppose. Yeah, just did a couple of ones like that a season to, to keep you ticking over. Yeah, maybe and again, Brest um, gave us another corners win. I'll speak about Brest um, later on in the podcast. So, yeah, a really good weekend. Um, in terms of the league itself, extremely tight. There's only one point separating five teams. And again, it's really difficult to pick out match winners in, in these games. Yeah. I think at the moment, it's just small of each and Belshina that are starting to become a bit detached at the bottom of the league. But I don't think either side's that far away from getting a win. Um, so, all to play for on March day nine. Yeah, we kind of spoke last week about Bat Borisov starting to flex their muscles a wee bit. Um, and they moved to the top of the table last weekend, albeit on goal difference. And they play Slutsk this weekend to her in, in second place, just three three goals behind them. So that should be quite an interesting one. But we're going to have a look at, there's what, seven games this week because unfortunately one of the Dynamo Minsk, or a couple of the Dynamo Minsk players have, have tested positive. So hopefully everything's okay there. So we sat in the garden on Monday morning, just having a read through Twitter, that I came across the fact that the EFC Minsk player had tested positive or that they were getting tests. So I started to panic really started to panic and shake and sweat at the thought, oh my God, please don't take away this league. <laughs> but so far, so good. The seven games are still planned to go ahead this weekend. Obviously, FC Minsk have now got a 14-week, 14-week, 14 14-day 14 isolation period. So their games are cancelled this week and next week. And as it stands, the league's still going ahead, which is great. Yeah, fingers crossed everything's okay with the players that are involved. But yeah, their game with uh, Grodno this weekend has been cancelled. So there's seven games, one on Friday, three on Saturday and three on Sunday this weekend. That's right. And I've got two games from Saturday and two games from Sunday. So four games in total. And I think we've got eight bets selected from those four games. Okay, so the first game is the 1pm kickoff on Saturday between Energetic and Dynamo Brest. Yes, yeah, so we keep calling Dynamo Brest the corner kings because that's essentially what they are. And I'll keep repeating myself on the podcast, um, I think over the last two or three weeks anyway, just the sheer volume of corners that Brest are one getting, but also the volume of corners they're conceding as well. Mm-hmm. So at the moment, they're delivering 7.6 team corners per game, which is the highest in the league. Their eight matches so far have delivered just over 100 corners in those eight matches 13.4 corners per game which is massive but what I really like the look of is the fact that of their 107 corners they've conceded 43% of them have been against so they're a great side to back for corners in in, in the match markets not just in the team market so mm-hmm. looking through press corners themselves they've hit 13 14 13 16 11 16, 12, and there was also 12 in last weekend's match against uh, Dynamo Minsk. So, and as I said last week and the week before, that 11 is the anomaly, really. It's the lowest they've had, but they did get two men sent off. And I said that last week, and we'll see it again. There probably would have been more in that match. So in terms of team corners themselves, they've been racking up um, five plus in all eight matches, and they've hit six or more in all six of their eight games so in terms of their own 
team count for corners. They're great to back, but they are conceding them as well. They've conceded five, seven, eight, four, six, four, six and six, which is just under six corners per game they're conceding. Mm-hmm. which is pretty high given the fact they are the current league champions and they're actually having a decent enough season so far. So they are conceding a high amount and they've also conceded 7-6-6 six, and six in their three away games. Now those three away games though are at Slutsk, Pitesk and Belshina. This is much tougher. Energetic at the top end of the league, doing well. They're sitting fourth I think at the moment, two points ahead of Brest. So in terms of the markets here, Quite a simple one. I think last weekend we highlighted Dynamo Brest match at 10 plus corners at 4 to 5, which I said on Wednesday last week was ridiculous and it should be 1 to 2. I think that's what went, it went off at 2 to 5 last week. So the bookies have stepped up a little bit. It's now plus 11, 11 plus corners at 4 to 5. Yeah. And that's something that's obviously landed in all eight matches for Dynamo Brest so far. Yeah, and it's landed in five out of eight for Energetic as well. So Again, 45 looks slightly on the big side. Yeah, it does. I think looking at Energetic as well, they've conceded just over six corners per game. They've conceded four, seven, ten, three, one, seven, seven, and eleven. So going through their corner count as well, they're conceding quite a high volume of corners and they're probably hitting, like you say, they're hitting five a game. Yeah. So I think the 45 on 11 match corners in this game looks really good. And that should be backed at 45 and that's with Skybet. Okay, so that's another corners bet on the Dynamo Brest match. Um, and there's another one you want to look at in this game as well, related to cards. Yeah, just in the card market. So I think Energetic got five players sent off. Five players sent off. Five yellow <laughs> cards. That's next week. And a red card last weekend. Um, they're at home. Dynamo Brest are obviously famous to win this game. I think they're best priced four to five Dynamo Brest. So you'd probably expect them to have a little bit more over the ball. And looking at Energetic's game so far this season, they're not shy in getting a card. Yeah. Probably no value, though, in them getting three or more at one to two. I know, I know it's not a bad place to be fair. They should generate three cards in this game, Energetic. But what I do like the look of, though, is Energetic to win the card count. And that pays even money with Skybet. And that's something they've won now in six of their eight games. They've had more cards in the opposition in six of their eight games this season which is really interesting. So I'd also back Energetic to get most cards in this match at even money. Okay, so I see Energetic are averaging four cards per game, so something along those lines would get us pretty close. Yeah, exactly. Okay, next up we're going to have a look at, is it Bat Borisov's game v Slutsnitz? Yeah, Bat Borisov, uh, five o'clock on Saturday afternoon. Um, this is the top of the table clash. Top of the table clash. Although I don't think the bookies have it marked down as the top of the table clash yeah. in terms of the price for Bat Borisov. Yeah. Um, as we spoke about at the start of the pod, um, Bat Borisov are flying at the moment. A really sticky start for them, but they've now won five of their last six. They are unbeaten in six games, obviously. They scored 15 goals and they really are flying at the moment. They're back to the top of the league and they look a great shout to continue that run a winning games yeah, good, on, on Saturday. Get a good record in the, this fixture as well, winning nine and losing one in the last ten meetings. So no real surprise to see them short as I think they're three to ten at bet three six five to win Saturday. Yeah, it's quite incredible for a team that's top of the league playing team at second. I think Slusk are probably overachieving at the moment. I think they've won a few games in which they probably shouldn't have. 
So they're, I'm not saying it's a false position for Slutsk, but at the moment, um, they've got a tough task at 7-1 to one to win away at Bat Borisov, which I don't think they'll do. So a bit like last weekend's game against Molovici, I'd expect Bat Borisov to have most of the ball um, in this match. And that kind of bodes well in terms of the, the card markets, which for me, I think are pretty generous. So, so far this season, the Slusk have had 26 yellow cards and three red cards. They've been hitting three, four, two, three, six, four, five and one. They'd only got one last weekend, but they were at home. They were getting beat 2-0 and they were playing against 10 men. So they pretty much had the majority of the play in the second half last week. And that's probably the main reason why they only got one card. But as a team, they are hitting four cards a game. And they've hit three or more cards in five of their eight games. They're away to the best team in the league, not shy of a card, and they're eight to eleven to hit three or more, which I think is a great bet. It's not a massive price, eight to eleven. Mm-hmm. It's a touch below four to five, but they're away to the best team in the league. And again, the, the stats back up in the fact that they've had three or more cards in five of their eight games. They're on the road. They're hitting four per match on average, and they're playing the best team in the league. Yeah, I suppose just to back that up, the fact that Smolovici picked up four cards last week against uh, Bat Borisov as well. As you say, if Bat are having more possession in their opposition, then chances of the cards are obviously increased for, for the opposition team. Yeah, I think at the three away game for Slut so far this season, they've hit two, six and five. So this is their toughest assignment this season so far on the roads. I don't think they'll win. I think Bat Borisov should win this comfortably. And if that's the case... Hopefully, um, start, start, start kicking them. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so relatively short price, eight to eleven, but it's Slutsk to pick up. Is it thirty plus booking points or three cards or more? Um, thirty plus booking points, so three yeah, cards. Right. Yeah, because they have picked up three reds in their eight games already so far as well. So that's worth taking on the bookings points rather than the cards, I think. Yeah, definitely. Okay, next up is, is it fair to say this is your match of the weekend? It's Belshina it v Vitebsk on a, Sunday a, at 1pm. a real soft spot for Belshina. So they are currently bottom of the league. But I've been watching closely um, probably the last two or three weeks. I think they're a bit unlucky to be where they are. I think at the moment they've not won a match. They've drawn two and lost six. But I, I say don't be fooled by their position at the bottom of the table. And that's this is one of these bets and one of these teams we identify probably got a bit of an edge in the bookies. They're looking at the league table. They're looking at the fact that they're bottom of the league. They're playing a team that have, what, seven or eight points more than they have. I think the Tesco have won three games so far. But what stands out for me, though, is the is the corner count for Bilshina. So although they've lost six games, I think four of those games, they only lost by one goal. So they're well in the match. But it's their corner performances that have really impressed me. They're racking up, for a team that's bottom of the league, a really impressive number of corners. So at the moment, they're hitting just below, up until last weekend, they were hitting just below five team corners per game, which for a team that's bottom of the league was pretty impressive. So, so far this season, they've hit three, seven, seven, two, one, seven, six, and 12. And obviously last weekend, they hit, they hit an amazing 12 yeah. um, on the road. I think they end up losing that game 2-1. So even with last weekend's 12, I think there's no anomalies here. I think it doesn't skew the date at all. They're consistently getting four, five, six corners per game. And I've hit five or more now in five of their eight games, which I really like the look of. Yeah, and obviously they've been at home. There's, you'd like to think that they'll maybe 
take the game to Viterbs. Bookies can't separate them both priced at 13 to 8 to 1. Yeah, I really, I really fancy Bushina to get, get a result here. Um, and I think they'll have this game marked out um, as a game they really have to win, start winning games now. Obviously, eight games played without a win. Vitesk aren't in any great shape themselves, to be fair. They've only won one of their four away games, and that was at Smolovici. So looking at the, the, the corner markets for Vitesk, they concede quite a lot. Um, they've conceded four, seven, five, seven, five, four, nine, and seven. In, the, in, their, in their games so they're conceding quite a few corners so I think that just comes under six corners per game they're conceding and with Bolshina being at home I think there's a very very good chance we'll see Bolshina rack up at least under five corners so that pays four to five for Bolshina to hit five corners or more and that will be the weekend's nap but I also like the look of though Bolshina to hit six and that pays uh, a lovely six to four is that yeah, the Skybet? Skybet. Yeah. That's the Skybet at the moment, yeah. Again, I've had a look through prices through other bookies, but at the moment, that's the best prices I can see. Okay. Okay, and there's, is there one more that you want to have a look at in this one? Yeah, so I'm quite surprised by this one. So, Belshina, despite their corner heroics this so far this season, in terms of they have been hitting five, six, seven corners in most of their games, they're actually in the handicap plus one. I was expecting them to be minus one at a decent price but they're actually even money plus one corner so I'm expecting them to hit five corners Um, I'm expecting them to hit more than Vitesk who to be fair don't generate many corners I think Vitesk have only hit five or more in three of their eight games and they've also gone matches only hitting one 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 three and three so Vitesk don't deliver many corners they're the away side Bolshina do I think Boshina plus one corner even money is a, is a great shout. Yeah, it seems to be. Um, are there other handicap markets on that? No, just that one I could see at the moment. So they've got they've got the at minus one, but they've got Boshina plus one, which for me I think is the wrong way round. I think Boshina should be minus one on the the corner handicap, not plus one. But more than delighted to to take it on at even money. Yeah, I mean it might be worth looking at some of the other markets, uh, other bookies to see if there's any other. You know, handicap markets available near a kickoff. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I think um, they're usually pretty slow in getting these markets out. So I was really impressed this week that Skybet had all these priced up and ready to go on Tuesday, which was great. And that's why we've decided to record the podcast a day earlier this week. Yeah. Okay, so just to round things up, our last game is the 5pm kickoff on Sunday, which is Rook Press v Smolovici, one of our other favourites in the Belarusian League. <laughs> so I think last weekend I mentioned it being a bloodbath in the energetic match. So this is um, Battle of the Bad Boys. This is the equivalent of Hearts v Hamilton. It's the Hearts and Hamilton of Belarusian football. <laughs> These two lead the way in terms of the disciplinary count in this league. Smolovici, I speak about them pretty much every week. They're now on 34 yellow cards, one red card. They are hitting 4.5 team cards per game, which is massive, absolutely massive. And they're hitting just below eight match match cards. So in their eight games so far this season, they're averaging eight cards a game in their matches. Which is madness. So (laughs) they're the away side. Um... So far this season, they've hit 5, 4, 2, 5, 6, 4, 6 and 4. Now, that's actually card count, not corners. 
Mm-hmm. You could think those could be corner counts, those those numbers. Yeah. But they've hit three or more now in seven of their eight games, which is quite incredible. And they've hit four or more in seven of their games as well. So in terms of the car count here, they're away to route breast who are second in the disciplinary record league. They've got 26 yellow cards and three reds. And I think between five of their players, I think they've got 17 yellow cards mm. and a red, uh, two reds between them. So they've probably got four or five players who are all um, really good for a booking at the moment. And I think, as, as I mentioned last week, Smolovici have 18 players for the booking. Putting Alexis <laughs> Scott Brown and Alfredo Morelos to shame some of these players. <laughs> <laughs> so I was a bit worried last weekend when their manager, Alexander uh, Brezovic, we'll just call him Alec, will we? Big Alec. He made um, quite a lot of changes last week. I think he made five changes, which meant that Raschena, who's in five yellow cards, and Kotov, who's in four yellows and a red, didn't play. So hopefully they'll, they'll be back in the mix um, this weekend. Although that said, it didn't stop them last weekend from getting four cards. So it's, it's hard to see this game not delivering um, high, a high card count. Looking at Smolovici's three away games so far, they've hit five, four and six, which is pretty impressive. Now, the bookies have gone quite high on the, the card points for this game. There's not much value in energetic, sorry, Rook Brest at home, sorry, in terms of team cards. Mm-hmm. They're just one to two to hit three or more cards. Smolovici are four to six to hit three. Now, yeah. going by the data, going by how much Smolovici love a card, 4-6 looks massive for a team that's hit four, three or more and four and more in all but one of their eight games. So I, th- I think I'm really surprised to see them price as big as 4-6, especially the fact that they're away from home and they haven't got a win yet. And they're actually playing a side who Root Brest are actually playing pretty well at the moment. I think they're unbeaten five and they're, they're doing well. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's difficult to understand why Smolovici would be as big as four to six to hit three cards here. So there's a couple of angles to look at. So I'm going to take, it's a bit high, but I think this should this got a good chance of landing this one. I'm going to take 70 plus points in the card count uh, for this match. It pays even money with Skybet. Yeah. Wouldn't normally go as high as 70. Yeah, it does feel high, doesn't it? It does, but looking at both sides, it's got a red card written all over it. Couldn't find any referee stats, unfortunately, for this game yet. I think probably because it's it's been played on Sunday. But both sides stack up well. Obviously, Smolovici are getting 4.5 team cards per game. I think Root Brest are on four cards per game. I think the 70 points is worth taking on at even money. Yeah. And two further bets to take are Smolovici to hit three or more cards at four to six and Smolovici to get four or more cards at six to four. And just remember, that's come in now. Both those bets have come in in seven of Smaller Beach's eight games this season. Yeah, I was just going to say that, just based on the data, those won't be far away. No, not at all. And I, th- I think it's a good chance we'll see at least seven co- seven cars in this game. It is very high, and it's not something I'd normally go with, but it's two teams who love to kick the crap out of each other. Yeah. So just remi- that's the case here. Just a reminder to people listening that if they do want to see the data, you've collected it all in a spreadsheet, and it's available at mrfixitstips.co.uk slash Belarus data. 
Um, yep. it's, it's two lovely colour coordinated spreadsheets as prepared by <laughs> Mr Browning. See what see what he does all day. Um, yeah, no, some really good data to back up what we've just been discussing for the last ten or fifteen minutes there, especially around the the cards in the corners for like so Smolovici and uh, Belshina, Dynamo Brest, and so on. So it's definitely worth a look. Yeah, it gives you a good a good guide anyway. I'm I'm at probably the stage now where I, I don't probably need the table as much as I did at the start of the season or mm. maybe three or four weeks ago. I've got my go-to teams at the moment, Small of each being one of them for cards, Dynamo Brest for corners and Belshina for corners. So hoping these guys continue to deliver as they've done so far this season. Yeah, but it's always it's always useful to collect the data because there might be other trends starting to emerge that you know you're maybe not seeing because you're so focused on some of the other teams. But um, yeah, we'll just keep for Greg. We'll just keep continuing to update that. So you can always just check in in the most up to date version uh, at MrFixitsTips.co.uk/slash/Belarus-data. Okay, so can you just give us a, a recap then of the bets for this weekend? Sure. So starting on Saturday, we've got energetic. Um, match 11 plus corners at 4 to 5 so it's energetic versus Dynamo Brest and there to be 11 plus corners at, corners at 4 to 5 energetic most cards in that game as well at 10 to 11 moving on to the Bat Borisov v Slutsk match I'm taking Slutsk to have 30 plus booking points at 8 to 11 and that's at 5 o'clock on Saturday and moving into Sunday we've got Belshina 5 plus corners at 4 to 5 and that's this weekend's nap and my probably my bet of the weekend. Also taking Belshina six plus corners at six to four. And finally, last game for the weekend for me is the Rook Brest versus Smolovici match, seventy plus match bookings, points wise at ten to eleven. And I'm gonna take Smolovici at four to six to deliver three or more cards. And they're also six to four to hit four or more cards. And that's the last game for me on Sunday. Good stuff. Okay, so what's become a regular feature has been our quiz question, um, which we've kind of kept people hanging on. So last week's question was, can you name the 10 Scots? In fact, was it the five Scots with the most English Premier League appearances? Uh, Oh, I think I still, I think I started off really well, didn't I? You did. You get, <laughs> you get Darren Fletcher and Gary McAllister or any others you want to throw in there before I was I thinking about the this other night and I've forgotten again. Neil Sullivan? <laughs> He is position number nine in the list, so not a bad shout. Um, oh, I think Caldwell. No, no. no. I think I might, I might have to put me at my misery here, I think. All right, so very I've quick, gone blank. Very quickly, <laughs> in order, Darren Fletcher. Right. Gary McAllister. Yep. Paul Telfer. Oh, I would never have got that. No. Uh, James Morrison who is obviously no. still adding to his tally. He may well catch those <laughs> yes, ahead of him. Uh, <laughs> Phil Bardsley. Nope. And then your next six are Dominic Matteo, James MacArthur, Duncan yeah. Ferguson, Neil Sullivan, who you mentioned, and Davy Weir, who had like a, a 40-year career. So it's no wonder <laughs> that, that he's on. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Okay, so very quickly, here's your question for this week, and I unashamedly stole this from Tenable yesterday. Oh, <laughs> so wow, I thought it was Tenable. Quite, I, oh, I hate it, I hate it. <laughs> uh, but anyway, I thought it was quite a good question to end on, and it was, name the 10 countries that have made the most World Cup appearances. Oh, I should get this, shouldn't I? You should. I should get at least nine of them. Um, Germany... Brazil. Yep. Italy. Yep, that's you got the top three. 
Great start. England. Yep, number six. Holland. Uh -uh. Spain. Yep, number eight. Uruguay. Well done, sneaked in at number ten. Um... Ah, see, it gets, starts to get a wee bit harder now. Portugal? Nah, another one wrong. Oh, no, too wrong now. I think that, might, can get. I think um, that might be you out. <laughs> how many left? Five. Uh, four, four left. Four left. Uh, Argentina. Yeah, okay. We'll give you that. Right, you can come back to me next week with the other three. <laughs> we'll, we'll leave that out there for people to get. So, so far, I've got Brazil. My restored a little bit. <laughs> Brazil, Germany, Italy, Argentina, England, Spain and Uruguay. And there are three others in the top ten who have made the most World Cup appearances. And one thing if, I can tell you is Scotland are not in that list. They are not. At one point, they, at one point they may well have been. Maybe but 30 not. years ago, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, quickly moving on. Um, if you do know the answers, then obviously you can tell us what you think they are at... Uh, our Twitter account which is at Gambler Tips uh, feel free to get involved there so that's us for this week um, we'll be back next week assuming all is well in Belarus and as I said earlier hopefully we'll get a look at some of the German stuff next week as well and uh, yeah hopefully we'll get Slips Tips on board to give us his thoughts on the German stuff although I've not actually spoken to him or asked him if he wants to come on board but he is now anyway he is now yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, so Thanks for listening. We had almost 700 listens last week, which is just incredible. So thanks to everyone who's listened and who has taken the time to share the podcast, uh, either socially or with your friends on your WhatsApp groups or whatever. It's really appreciated. Um, uh, that's us for the week. Good luck and uh, stay safe. Yeah, thanks, guys. Good luck. <laughs>